Reasons why I love Anchor is because I am able to express myself in any, every way that I want to, unfiltered and all. I love Anchor. If you are somebody who is wanting to start a podcast, download the Anchor app right now and get started. Trust me, you won't regret it. Anchor is the way to go. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sis. How are things going for you? Um, what are your goals? What's what's going on? Let me know. Spill the tea. Tell me what's happening. Um, y'all, it's been quite the the week. It's just been like a rush week for me. It's been busy, 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 busy as always. Nothing new there. Um, but just school's been having me like going crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Um, anyways, today's my birthday. <laughs> today's my birthday, y'all. I'm 27 today. Team Libra weighing on my Libra scale. Um, felt so much love today. I never had people really celebrate me and it feels so good to have, you know, people in my life that celebrate me and genuinely love me and want to see me make it. And it just feels really good. It feels weird to react to because I've never had it. I've always shown it. Always, always showing it to my friends, but I've never actually had friends that show me that they love me and that I care and that I matter. So it feels so good. Um, and it's weird for me to react to because like, I'm so happy that I just, my, I can't react. <laughs> like I'm just that grateful and that thankful. And I'm just so happy to have the people in my life that I do, the people that I prayed for y'all. I prayed long and hard for a good, for good people in my life. I pray long and hard to have good friends in my life and it's here it's happening and you know I I can only thank God for it only always and forever um but yeah guys let me get right into uh this week's podcast say I want to talk about how um the strong black woman it's crazy how we women are applauded for being strong black women, but crickets when we are feminine. It's like to some women being feminine is weird. Being feminine is like soft. Being feminine is um, not genuine or not really who you are. But if you're out there getting drunk dancing on the tables, then, you know, it's like, that's my girl. Which is weird because it should be the total opposite. Um... For me personally, I lost a lot of quote-unquote friends for becoming this more soft, more feminine person because they didn't believe that that's the person I wanted to be. They didn't believe in the growth that I was trying to do. They didn't support it. Um, I would say, you know, I would go on, um, in my last podcast, I talked about how alcoholism runs in my family and there was a time where I just kind of stopped drinking and my quote-unquote friends, um, didn't support that and so they were still trying to like force me to drink or still push me to drink or be like girl you can start another time let's drink tonight or let's you know I never really have friends say okay you're not drinking tonight okay well let's go get a lemonade let's go on a walk let's you know go do different things that won't trigger me to want to have a drink and I'm just so thankful that I do have a friend in my life who if I say you know I'm cutting back on carbs this week or I'm doing vegetarian this week. If we go have a girls night, we're going to a vegetarian place or we're going to, you know, a noodles place or something. You know, I don't know. We're going to do something other than what, you know, what I'm trying to steer away from. You want those types of ladies in your life who truly are there to support you. Um, 
So when I mean there's crickets when we are wanting to be feminine, that's where I'm coming from. Um, We are living in a generation where being a big dog as a woman is like a thing. It's a thing. Um, We are living in a generation where being a bully as a female is okay. We live in a generation where being a boss bitch, calling yourself a boss bitch is okay. And it's not. Um, Because the second a man calls you a bitch, you got an issue. But you can call yourself a boss bitch and feel empowered. You, I remember um, when I was turning this podcast into a book, there was a chapter that um, I was focusing on, um, what's a boss bitch to a queen? And in that chapter, I was focusing on how powerful the tongue is and how you speak of yourself is, the, is how people will look at you, will view you. Um, this is the thing. I think that, you know, us women, we want to feel bossy. We want to feel like that girl. We want to feel that vibe, which you can, you can. And I want you to, I want you to feel yourself. I want you to never think down on yourself, but you can call yourself something other than a boss bitch. You can call yourself a boss babe or, you know, things like that. You don't have to call yourself a bitch. And you don't have to have those traits of being a bitch. You can still be a boss, the head CEO, the manager, the leader of a group, um, the class uh, president without being having those uh, those um, stuck up traits. Um, A lot of women think that smiling is like a weak thing. And I'm not sure why. I remember when I was uh, first beginning on my feminine journey, one of the things that I wanted to practice was smiling at other women when I walked past them. Because I noticed how every time you walk past another black woman, it's like a mean mug or a frown or something like that. Just simply smiling at somebody can make them feel so much more comfortable. They can like you more. They want to be around you more. They want to get to know you more. Like, wow, she smiled at me. Because that's how I would feel. I remember I used to be the girl where where um, a girl who would smile at me and I would just kind of mug her and be like, the fuck she's smiling at? Like, you know, I used to be that very negative person. And when I decided to click in or tap into that more softer side, I started to realize how much that woman smiling at me actually made me feel really good. It made me want to get to know who she was because I'm like, wow, she's such a positive vibe. Like she's such a fresh, a breath of fresh air, which stemmed from me writing down what I wanted to be as a woman. And I wanted to be that woman. I wanted to be like that woman. I wanted to smile more. I wanted to be that breath of fresh air. I wanted to be that cool breeze. I wanted to be that positive spirit. I wanted to be that girl because I realized that being that girl, you attract more people to want to get to know you attract more people to um not you know not minding going that extra mile for you by just being gentle more gentle and I experienced that today um like I said I didn't really have girlfriends in my life to celebrate me never had that never had that and I kid you not every um every um girl that 
I know that has told me happy birthday is always end when you were so gentle you were so kind you are so personable you've always made me feel comfortable and I've always wanted that in me I wanted that to show I wanted people to feel that when they come in my presence I wanted that and that's why I'm so grateful so overwhelmed on the love that I got today because I'm like wow it's evident that being more softer being more feminine is working it's a real thing. It's a real spirit, you know? Um, I remember I heard somebody say, you know, practice what you want to be permanent. And that's what I wanted to be permanent. I wanted to be that girl that I pictured myself to be. Um, and it took a lot because I was practicing on being the bad bitch. I was practicing being the whore i was practicing being you know the drunk girl who's dancing on tables i was practicing being you know a girl playing niggas i was practicing being a girl who wanted a sugar daddy i was practicing being that girl i wasn't practicing being that independent soft woman i wasn't practicing that And they say you sow seeds in the ground. And people think that, you know, when they hear that, you know, you hear church and church is always talking about sowing good seeds, but you can sow bad seeds as well. And um, it goes so deep for generations. Probably somebody in your family was promiscuous. And so that seed was sown into you. And now, you know, the tree is growing. Well, are you going to be the branch to fall off and sow a different seed? Because I'm going to be that person. Um... When, when I was younger, um, I remember, um, well, back in the day, people used to like change their, their Facebook names to something other than their name, like, you know, Pooh, whatever, or Trevor 53rd or some shit, you know, we're, you know, you know how people used to have their Facebook names and, um, Nicki Minaj had just came out, right? loved Nicki Minaj I loved how how animated she was and how confident she was and how she exuded this like sexiness and you know this bluntness and she used to call herself bad bitch or Barbie or bad you know bad bitch Barbie or something under those lines and so I remember changing my Facebook name to bad bitch right she made in fact to bad bitch and um in addition this was at the time when I also took that picture of myself um, with the digital camera and the uh, <laughs> homemade pencil skirt and homemade halter top bra, <laughs> and um, I put you know my ca- my my caption was bad bitch, and my Facebook name was bad bitch, and I was attracting all this attention you know from these guys that really wasn't good attention, but in my eyes it was. Now, be mindful. Remember, I said I was very impressionable, so you know. Everything I've seen on TV, I wanted to be. Um, I wasn't respecting myself. And because I wasn't respecting myself, I was running into boys who didn't respect me, let alone respect themselves either. And so um, I remember that there was this guy that I really, really liked. And, you know, he would always, like, pull up on me, like, late at night. We would never, like, have sex or nothing like that. But we would always, you know, just, like, it would always be late at night. He would always see me late at night. We'll sit in the car. We'll talk. And, 
you know, things like that. And he would try to have sex with me a few times, and I, you know, would always reject it and no. Until one day I decided to finally let him do it. So we had sex in the car. And um, after that, you know, conversation started to get shallow, more shallow, more shallow. And then a week or two later, I seen him post a picture of him and this girl. And um, it was his, it was a girlfriend that he, um, that he had. And I clicked on the girl's Facebook page because, you know, that's what we do. And she was this very, this, this scholar. She was a scholar. She had these, um, she already had like college um, acceptance letters. Um, She presented herself covered. She always smiled in all her pictures. Um, She looked like she come, it looks like she came from a really good background and things like that. And then there's my Facebook, you know, she used to have, you know, um, intellectual quotes as her Facebook page. Her name was her actual name on Facebook. And then I started to compare it to mine. I was just like, she looks so boring. Like, I'm the one that got the sexy photo. I'm the one that's the bad bitch and whatever, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I started comparing myself to that. And I was just like, she, he going to come back. He ain't worried about her, you know, stuff like that. Anyways, long story short, they were together for like a very long time. And I believe they're married now with kids. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. And that, um, just being transparent, looking back on that, the, and the guy who he was, he was somebody that I always actually wanted. I mean, he was a very respectable guy, well, respectable, whatever. He was a very respectable guy. He dressed well. He had a nice car. He, um, was an athlete, um, just somebody that I knew this would be good to take home to my parents, but he didn't see me that way. He seen me as trash basically he seen me as this girl that was loose he seen me as this girl that didn't respect myself and because I didn't respect myself he didn't respect me his you know how he even by the way that he was approached it was an inbox like what are you doing late at night and I replied back and that's how we linked up um so I was a nut for him I was a nut for him more than likely um and I'm not afraid to put that out there because it was it was true. This is a real thing. Um, he was probably just having like a bad day with, you know, the girl and he wanted to get a nut off. And so I was the one because I looked like the one. And sometimes us us women don't realize that we, we see a guy and um, we think that we think that putting ourselves out there is what the guy wants, but in reality, that's what he um, lusts. And I learned that. Um, and that ties in to the title of this podcast is, you know, how how we get in a day and age like this, you know, um, women are, okay, this is how it ties into it. So because I was that, you know, girl who wants to be a bad bitch and things like that, I would get played after, uh, time after time, after time, after time, after time, no guy would be committed to me. No guy would take me serious. And so that made me want to turn into a dog to these niggas. That made me want to start using these niggas. That made me want to start uh, not having respect for these niggas. And that's when I started to be a hard body. That's when I started to p- 
play these dudes. Okay, this is gonna be my dude to um to go to the movies with. This is gonna be my dude my dude to um uh go shopping with. This is gonna be my dude that gave me money. This is gonna be my dude that gave me food. This is you know I had a guy literally in my phone. I had a guys for every single thing that I wanted. Every single thing I wanted. I started playing these dudes like they played me because that's how I thought all men were. But in reality, I wasn't looking at well. This is how I'm presenting myself. And it took a male friend, old male friend of mine to tell me that. Well, and it, he was an older guy. He was like, well, you put yourself out there like this. This is what men are going to want from you. This is what they're expecting from you. This is what they're expecting from you. You don't respect yourself. So they're expecting to sleep with you. You don't respect yourself. So they're expecting to do the bare minimum for you. And I, my mind still wasn't clicking. It wasn't processed. And I was like, no. The reason why I was thinking that because I would see like these celebrity relationships. I used to live in a very fairy tale, very fairy tale life, y'all. I see these relationships on, you know, these celebrities and, you know, the girls, they out there, they're rapping about, you know, uh, bouncing on the dick and how thick they ass is and, um, how they can uh, uh, get that bread, that head, and leave and still have a man who spends money on them, treats them like princesses, and all these other things. So I'm like, why is that not happening with me? Well, this is the thing. These people are getting paid to talk like that. I was out here looking like a hoe for free. And I'm not just being real with it. And I feel like that's where a lot of young girls are. That's where their mindset is right now. They think that, you know, they've been hurt so much by these dudes. They think that, well, they can take the dude role. So that's why I say nowadays it's applaud to be masculine as a woman. But it's crickets. It's nothing when we're actually being feminine. And that's because um, that's boy syndrome. That's not men. A boy will play with you like that. A man will not. A man will tell you about yourself. A boy is going to take it how it is. Um, I wanted to really, really talk about that on this podcast because so many times, even when I get on Facebook, I have, um, I have younger women, some younger women on my Facebook, and I see that they're, they're still going through their stages of life trying to figure out who they are. So I never judge them because I was in that same place. Um, but I want to catch them before they hurt themselves so bad that they start to feel like they're damaged goods because that's where I started to feel like I was. I have this body count. I have a reputation for my name. I'm dressing slutty. I, all those things. <laughs> and it was embarrassing when I decided to come out of that because I was like, well, no man is ever going to want me because of the things that I've done. No man is ever going to want me because they know I used to have a sugar daddy. No man are going to ever want me because they know um, I used to play with, with dudes feelings. Nobody's going to want me because nobody's going to really see who I really am. That girl who I was calling myself a bad bitch, that wasn't really who I was. I was a soft, quiet girl, but because I wanted this popularity, I wanted this attention so bad, I would do anything and say anything to have that and not even know that that was bad. And going back to, you know, the guy and him and him wifing up the, the girl who has morals, who has respects and treats her and treats her well while I get the short end of the stick. 
And that was happening time after time after time after time after time. And then I started to think that something was wrong with me. Then I started to go through those psychological issues. Like, what the hell? Like, what? And when I did find decide to be that good girl who I know that I am, it was taken advantage of. Men were still looking at me as, you know, she's, she's a fun time. They wasn't looking at me as a woman of substance, a woman of maturity, an actual woman. I was looking at as a little girl. It took a lot. Um, that, that time I was just going through insecurities and it was showing. I was comparing myself. I was cuffed to comparison. <laughs> if y'all listen to Transformation Church, you know what I'm talking about. I was cuffed to comparison. I was, co- I was constantly comparing myself to other girls that I've seen on social media, other girls that I've seen on TV, other girls that I've seen in school. I was constantly comparing myself and be like, what can I do to get this type of guy? And that's where I went wrong. I was trying to do things to get a guy instead of just focusing on myself and let the guy come to me. Um, and I'm mainly focusing on, you know, the, the God part on this, um, on this particular episode, because there's other things that fall into this, you know, why am I not getting the, the raise? Why am I not getting the apartment? Why am I the, the luxury apartment? Why am I not getting the, the brand new car? Why am I not, you know, making more money? Why am I not the boss? Why am I not, um, why isn't my business booming? There's a whole, it's a whole thing that can go into this, but right now I'm only focusing on the, the God perspective, the guy, the guy subject. Um, so yeah, back to what I was saying, I was just so worried as to like, why am I not getting this, this guy that I want and the guy that I wanted, you know, he was a man of substance. The guy that I wanted was a man of masculinity, a man of maturity, a man of financial stability, a man who was soft with me. I wanted that and I wasn't getting it until I had to go on my singleness journey and really dig deep and see who I was and see what I wanted to change. I isolated myself. I stopped dating for a while. Stopped seeing men, stopped entertaining men. I put my focus on really just fixing myself, reinventing myself. And y'all, KC is small. So everybody knows everybody's business. So I'm like, ain't no way I'm gonna find somebody who's from Kansas City. If you're from Kansas City, you know who I am. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not going to accept any dates or nothing from any KC guys because more than likely they, you know, guys talk more than women. More than likely they talked about me and they're trying to see what's up. So I just, I stopped. I stopped. I was just like, nope, I'm not dating no guys from Kansas City no more. I'm really trying to just turn over a new leaf and start fresh and start brand new, which you have every right to if you're that, if you're going through that right now. Um, I really, um, this, this, this particular podcast episode is really just talking about, you know, talking to the young ladies and reminding you that social media is not real. What you see on TV is not real. What the women is out there rapping about is not real. They, they're, they're going off of the popular vote. They're going off of what can sell a record and not who they really are. Think of Megan Thee Stallion, for instance. Love Megan. Love listening to her music. 
love listening to her music. You know, she's going rapping about, you know, you know what she rap about. But then she, you'll see her softer side with her man. Her and her man, I'm sure, have an understanding and know that, you know, I'm only talking about this because this is what brings the money in. This is my career. And I'm pretty sure he's mature enough to understand it. Well, I know he's mature enough to understand because they're still dating. You got to think about that. She's selling an illusion and it's not really her uh, responsibility to parent you young girls because that's just, it's not her responsibility, but that's just how she makes her money. Um, if you decide to believe in the fairy tale that she's selling to y'all, that's on you. But I'm telling you right now, it's not real. There's no girl out here that can outman a man. <laughs> okay? Y'all think y'all can just fuck a nigga and leave? That's not, that's not realistic. We women are so emotionally attached to things more than men. There's no way that a woman can just juggle all these men and not gain some type of emotional attachment to one or two of them. We're not men. We're not made for men. We're not built like men. We don't have the chromosomes as men. And even not not ever saying cheating is, is okay. But when a man cheats, he can cheat and leave $40 on the counter. When a woman cheats, it's usually with somebody that she actually wants to be with. Again, it's an emotional thing. We have more emotions than men do. So there's no way you can outman a man. Now, when you are finding a partner, no man wants a masculine female. It just doesn't, it doesn't add up. No mature adult man. Now, you may be um, like 13 years old or, um, you know, a young teenager or something like that. And, you know, the guy that you're with, he may, you know, play the game all day. And y'all may have, you know, those memes where you show a picture of the guy and the girl playing the game. You know, that's not realistic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. There's, there, it's not realistic. It's not. It's not. No girl's going to want to play the game all the, all the time and not go on a date every once in a while. No, uh, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but it's not. It's not realistic. And you're not going to realize that until you probably get more experience in life and really mature more. Um, that's just that. No actual grown man is going to want a woman who's, you know, taking pictures of herself on social media, showing parts of her body that everybody can see. No man's going to take you serious. They're going to think they're going to take you for a joke. They're going to think you're for everybody because you're showing what you have to everybody. Um, I feel <clears throat> no, no man, no grown man is going to want a woman who has a bunch of disrespectful friends who don't respect themselves. No man's going to want that because it's an influ- it's a influence. It's an influence. No real grown man is going to want a woman who don't have 
is going to want a woman who doesn't have anything going for herself. No man's not going to want that. You can be a pretty face all you want. But if you don't have no substance in your life, if you don't have no, no educational background, no nothing, you're not doing nothing in life but working at that call center, ain't no real man going to want that. And yes, I'm coming for you. We're coming. I'm coming for you on this episode because these are things that needs to be talked about because for some reason, us women, we like to live in this fairy tale, imaginary life. And we're trying to live it out in our real lives. And it ain't doing nothing good for us, but hurting us even more. I used to be that exact same girl. I would think that only a cute face would keep a would keep a guy. No, it won't. Because guess what? There's a million other cute faces out there. What's different from your cute face and the other one? What's different? Nothing. Um... And that's, that's where boundaries come from. Um, for me, I didn't have boundaries as a young lady. I would try to do everything I can to make a guy like me. I would do things that I would never even think of myself doing just to like a guy. I remember I was in a situation um, for a very long time with this, with this guy before um, I had got married. This was probably like a year before I actually met my husband. And I was in this very dreadful, <laughs> long situation. And this guy, um, because I liked him so much and I really, really, really wanted to be with him. And I, I've been dealing with this guy for years at this moment. And I really wanted to just be with him. And um, I remember he had talked to me about doing a threesome. And I've never been down for a threesome. I've never wanted to do that. I've never was into that. But I told him that I would do it because I wanted to keep him. Fast forward, we actually never did. The, we never did the threesome. But um, just by me saying that, he was more than likely testing me to see how solid I was with myself. Obviously, I didn't have a backbone with this guy, and he's seen that. Um, and decided to still play with me like that. Um, anyways, back to what I was saying. Not having those boundaries will have you looking like you just really don't care. Like you really, you don't care about yourself. You would do anything. You make yourself 100% available for this guy. If he calls you at 3 in the morning, if he calls you in the middle of work, you'll leave to go pull up on him. No man wants that. I had to learn that as well because I used to be that girl to the same guy. Call me at, you know, 3 in the morning when he come home from the club. I am got my bag. I'm going. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> in less than 10 minutes, I'm there at his house. I was running myself dry and ragged for a guy who did not deserve me, let alone deserved my attention. And I didn't learn that until we had went through a situation um, that led us to just completely cut it off. To the young girls who think that they need to um, be this, this hard body this hard body female to show you you tough or you you know you with the shit or whatever 
it's not cute and it don't look good on you. It doesn't. It doesn't look good. I'll tell you what. What makes you stand out the most is being softer. What makes you stand out the most is being, you know, nicer, being more approachable. For some reason, being acting like a little girl, you know, wearing ball balls in your head as a 30 year old. I don't know where that, I don't even know where that came from. But <laughs> um, for some reason, that's looked at as like, okay. As you get older and you start experiencing more, you are supposed to mature with your age. But age doesn't make you more mature. Experiences do. Change do. To the young girl who's out there bullying other girls, what's, what are you doing that for? You're showing your insecurity. You're showing it. It's not going to make you, you know, people like you more. It's not going to make the guy like you more. It's not going to give you the attention that you want. There's nothing wrong with smiling. There's nothing wrong with uh, being gentle. Trust me, you will gain more friends. You will gain genuine friends who really gonna ride for you just by tapping into that softer side that you have. Understand that you can be a leader. You do not have to follow what the latest trend is. You don't have to follow that. Um... You know, uh, the long, um, the trend that was going on was the super long eyelashes. I used to have a pair. I got rid of them because I, I don't know. I woke up one day. I was like, I look like a damn clown, (laughs) but calm it down. You don't have to walk out the house with a full face of clown makeup on. You ain't got to do all that. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to follow every single trend that happens. You don't have to do that. Now, if it's a trend of, you know, getting closer to God, cool. If it's a trend um, reinventing yourself, cool. If it's a trend on becoming more softer, more feminine, yes, go for that. It's less miserable. (laughs) It's less miserable. A lot of people are following these different, like, bad, you know, bad bitch stigmas. And that's not even who they really are. They really soft teddy bears who are very emotional like me (laughs) you don't gotta follow it love you don't have to do that there is nothing wrong with being a feminine woman there's nothing wrong with uh being in tune with your emotional self there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that trust me it's not only gonna bring you the guy that you want but it's gonna help you elevate in life let me give you a, a story story time so I used to work at this hospital, right? And with, when I first started working at the hospital, I was uh, 20 year, 21 years old, 21 years old, or 20 years old. I was immature. I was still learning how to be a professional nurse. I was still learning how to be a professional person at that, learning how to use proper language, stuff like that. I remember one day my supervisor called me to the office and she was just like, she kind of chastised me in a way and was like, your potential is way better than what you've been showing. And she really just showed me and and really showed me who I was in that moment. And she started to train my mind more to be this more professional nurse, to be this more professional person, to to, um, 
just uh, learn how to communicate better and, and things like that, how to dress more professionally, how to present myself in front of patients and my colleagues. And by her teaching me and doing that and practicing it every single day, being softer. And I noticed that my supervisor, she was a very soft, very feminine woman. She wore skirts all the time. She wore dresses all the time. She would smile all the time. She would just make you feel so warm. And I loved that about her. She would smell so good all the time. She would smell like fresh linen florals and, you know, very musky smells and just very, she just used to smell great. Her whole presence about herself, how she even chastised me in a way where it wasn't masculine. It wasn't like, you need to do this, you need to do that. It was in a way where she put me in my place in such a soft way that I was just like, wow, I see you and I hear what you're saying and I'm going to work on that. Not even two months after we had that conversation, I ended up um, moving up and I ended up getting my own um, office I became a like a pre like a pre uh, supervisor. I forget what the role was, but she created that role for me because I showed my maturity. I showed my dedication. I showed that I know how to handle conflict. I showed that I know how to you know do instructions. I learned I learned that um, I showed her that I know how to switch it up. I became softer, and guess what? It came with so much benefit. It came with so much benefit, and that's where peop- the ladies. That's where the girlies are missing it. Being feminine is so much benefit past a man, past a love life. There's so much more benefit in being feminine. You can get whatever you want being soft. I don't know. I, I It's like a, it's being feminine is like a secret, but it's not. <laughs> it's like people don't believe it. It's true. I'm a witness. Trust me, I can get my husband to do whatever I want just by being my soft, feminine self, rubbing on his shoulders, touching his ear, touching on his beard, smiling at him, just being soft with him. He will, whatever, you bet you want what? You want a thousand dollars for this? Here. Oh, babe, you want to uh, go get another car? Okay, here. Oh, but you want to go shopping? Okay, let's do it. Like, <laughs> like on top of me also being his wife, he kind of, you know, I'm his wife, but also before I was his wife, he treated me like a queen because I was so soft and gentle with him. He chose me because of how I treated him and how I presented myself before him. So just doing that, that root work that I talked about in my last podcast, really getting down to that needy greedy and just seeing a woman that you want to be practice it practice it every single day even when you don't feel like it practice being soft even and and it's a good thing that you practice it every day because every day is not going to be peachy key trust me i run i come through adversity probably like two times a day you know with other people and their bad attitudes and you know their their horrible body language and, and horrible communication skills guess what i remember going through that when i was um entry-level nurse when I was a I need to stop saying nurse when I was an entry-level medical assistant I learned how to deal with that in a better way and guess what it works you want to practice what you want to be permanent every single day it takes six months to pick up a new habit why not it be a good one why not I 
you know, got out of the, the long eyelashes, I got into the more, you know, shorter, more natural. Even when it comes to my makeup, I'm in the more natural look. I don't wear the gaudy earrings anymore. I wear very dainty jewelry. Um, even the way I dress now, I don't have to be, I don't have to show my breasts or show my ass or show my, you know, everything to look sexy. I can be fully dressed and look sexy. And it looks empowering on a woman. A woman who can go out here and be covered in steel look attractive girl you are powerful okay and you got the girls shaking in their boots because the ones who's over here uh walking around with no bronze have a thong showing trying to you know get attention from a guy honey they gotta work so hard to be twice the woman that you are and that's who i was i would work out when i was younger and you know with the guy i was working so hard to get the attention that old girl was getting from the guy this whole time and she, the old girl was being her natural self so keep that in mind, y'all. I'm about to hop up out of here. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. I want you to like, comment, and share. Again, if you ever want to share a, a story time with me or share an experience with me, you can always email me at rikalove90 at gmail.com. That's R-I-K-A-L-U-V-V-9-0 at gmail.com. Um, I won't put anybody's names on this podcast. It will be completely anonymous. But if you ever want to share your story with me and, and allow me to share it on the podcast and give my feedback on it, I will be very happy, very grateful to do that. So again, that's rikalove90 at gmail.com. That's R-I-K-A-L-U-V-V 90 at gmail.com. Thank you ladies so much for your time. I'll be looking forward to your emails. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Bye.